Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our second service. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, and remind ourselves of a passage there, another passage where the Lord has given us light that most do not have about a passage that's caused great grief. There are four places in the book of Hebrews that cause great grief because in each of the places it sounds like you can lose your eternal life. You can lose your salvation in the eternal sense of that word. And the Lord has shown us differently that it's referring to the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 A.D. But God's severity upon that nation was so great and his curse against them so sure that anyone that went back, any, any Christian Jew that backslid and went back and joined them was going to die in the catastrophe of Jerusalem. So here are the verses from chapter 10. The problem, there's a problem passage in 2, 6, 10, and 12 that you can lose your salvation. On our website, if you type in four difficult passages of Hebrews, you have a nice little table that will show you how the Lord has saved us from the false understanding of losing your salvation. Jesus guaranteed the loss of none, um, and we can't. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hebrews 10, verse 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace? For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. If we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. In an absolute sense of those words, has everyone in here, will everyone in here agree with me? that you have sinned willfully after that, you've received the knowledge of the truth in one, two, a thousand ways. But this isn't an ordinary sin against ordinary truth. This is being converted with blood that sanctified you and then going back to a system of animal sacrifices. That was an atrocious sin to God that someone could be converted and go back. And so that is what it's meaning when it says... There remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. There's nothing to cover those people from the judgment that was going to fall on Jerusalem because God had cursed those enemies of his that had lined up against his son. So this whole passage is not, you were told not to steal and you stole. You were told not to lie and you lied. This is, and all you got to do is look at verse 29 to understand exactly what sin is under consideration it is trotting underfoot the Son of God and counting the blood of the covenant an unholy thing and doing despite to the Spirit of grace. This is significant rebellion against the gospel of Jesus Christ. And for a Jew in 60 AD, what was coming next? The destruction of Jerusalem. So if you went back, you wouldn't be leaving the city to be saved like Jesus had taught 
and you'd be destroyed. It's not losing eternal life. It was losing their lives. And so the other, the other three places are the same. And it's a little table, and I share it with you. What I just shared with you is immeasurable in value. And it's not because of a smart pastor. It's because of a gracious God and the head of this church, the Lord Jesus Christ. He has shown us things. You don't have to be afraid of losing your eternal life, but you should be afraid of losing other things like your life or your blessing by turning against this glorious God and Savior that we have. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the knowledge of this passage, but Lord, we look at this passage and we see Your severity, and it's righteous. It's just. It's perfect. It's fair. It's equitable. These are converted Jews. Why would they go back to such an inferior, beggarly, carnal, worldly, elementary, rudimentary system of religion? We thank Thee that You've given us the best, and we thank Thee that You've preserved us in the best, and we thank Thee for every bit of truth You've shown us, and what we do not see, show us, and we'll thank Thee for that. We'll thank Thee as we flush anything that You expose as being wrong that we have ever held or practiced. Bless us now in this second assembly through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.